Welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the Shir, where we talk a mission of Pirkei Avos per day with sage commentary and practical advice to say welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful winter break, a wonderful winter hiatus, and a wonderful yeshiva week. We are now about halfway through Pirkei Avos, going through season six with the Mishnah elucidated. We start off, of course, with the opening Mishnah. All of Israel has a share in the world to come. Everyone has a share. All we have to do is try to grasp it, try to utilize it, and try to take hold of it in this life by doing Torah, doing mitzvahs, being involved in chesed as much as we can throughout our lives and throughout our days. Shinemar, as it says, kulam tzadikim. Your people are all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. They shall inherit the land forever. They are the branch of my planting. They are my branch of my planting, my handiwork in which to take pride. So we need to make Hashem proud. We need to make sure that we can inherit the land through doing the things that really come with us eternally, the Torah, the mitzvahs, the chesed, do what we can to be a part of that branch, to be a part of Hashem's world whenever we can every single day. We come to one of my favorite missions in all of Pirkei Elvis here in Dalit Aleph in chapter 4, paragraph 1. Benzoma Omer, Ezehu Chacham Halomed Mikol Adam. Some people say Mikol Ha'adam. Shenemar Mikol Malamda Hiskalti. Ezehu Gibor Hakovish Es Yitzro. Shenemar Tov Erech Hapayim Migibor Omosha Barucho Bilochet Ir. Ezehu Ashir Hasameach Bechalko. Shenemar Yegia Kapacha Kiso Chal Ashracha Vetovlach. Ashracha Baolam Hazev Vetovlach Laolam Haba. Ezehu Mechubur Hamachabe to Sabrio Shenemar Kimacha. So let's look at the translations and then we'll see the notes. Wisdom, strength, wealth, and honor are highly prized qualities. Benzoma teaches us the true meanings of these qualities. Benzoma says four things. Who is Benzoma? Now let's point out Benzoma as well as Benazai, the author of the next Mishnah, were both named Shimon. However, they are called by their father's names because they had both died young, which no matter from such things, they are not called rabbi because they died before receiving smicha. So Ben Zoma says four things. Who is a wise man? He who learns from every person, even from someone less knowledgeable or younger than himself. Machsarvija points out the fact that he is prepared to learn from everyone shows that he loves knowledge, and only a person who loves knowledge can truly be called wise, as Rabiniona points out, citing unnamed non-Jewish scholars. As it states in Tehillim, from all who would teach me, I grew wise, for your testimonies are my conversation. The notes point on, since I wanted to learn as much as I could about your testimonies, like Torah, I spoke about them to everyone, even those less knowledgeable than myself. Each one had something to teach me, and from listening to all of them, I grew wise. Davin teaches us, you learn from everyone. Who is a strong man? He who conquers his evil inclination. He who is in control of his desires and his vanity, as it states in Mishlein. He who is slow to anger is better than a strong man, and the master of his passions is better than the conqueror of the city. And the, the notes also point out before, Rav explains the Mishnah's teaching that wisdom is something that comes as a blessing from God. Someone born with a better mind or keener understanding thus has no reason to take pride in his wisdom. It is a gift, not an accomplishment. What should a wise man take pride in? And his willingness to learn even from lesser people, as the verse says, this demonstrates that he, t- he wishes to acquire wisdom for the sake of serving God better, not for his personal honor. Rav explains the next mis- statements in the same manner. The verse teaches that the person who learns to control his desires and 
feelings is greater than a mighty warrior and conqueror. Makhsarvichi points out the battle against the eight Sahara evil inclination is regarded as a greater challenge than a physical world for many reasons. Number one, the battle against the evil inclination continues throughout your entire life. Number two, the stakes in this battle are spiritual life or death, not mere physical safety. Number three, when fighting an enemy, a person instinctively defends himself. The evil inclination, however, presents itself as a friend. It is hard for one to awaken himself to do battle with a friend. And number four, the evil inclination is inside the person rather than outside him, as Mender Shmuel and Rav Yisrael of Toledo points out. So Rav also explains the Mishnah differently here. Strength like wisdom is a gift. What kind of strength should a person take pride in? The strength of conquering his own passions. People who are slow to anger act this way for one of two reasons. Some do so because they have a gentle nature, while others do so because they've learned to control their desires and feelings. The verse teaches that greatness is being slow to anger because one has the strength to control himself and to master his passions even when he conquers a city by not taking revenge upon those who opposed him. So be that strong person to fight the Yitzhahara. Who was a rich man? He who was happy with his lot. He was happy with his life and was happy with what he has. A person should be satisfied with having enough to provide for the basic personal and family needs and to observe the Torah properly. As Rabbeinu Yona points out, someone who decides money beyond this amount will never have enough. As our sages observe Nikolaus Rabbah, to Kohelis, he who has a hundred wants two hundred. He who has two hundred wants four hundred. Such a person will always feel that he is lacking, so he cannot ever be called rich in Simaganavos. The Pasuk points out in Tehillim, when you eat from the labor of your hands, you are fortunate and all is well for you. A person who is unhappy, the notes point out, with his situation cannot be considered fortunate. Thus, when the first calls him fortunate for eating the fruits of his own labor, however much they may be, it is clearly referring to someone who is happy with what he has. Since the verse, the Pasuk praises the person who lives this way and considers all to be well with him, it obviously considers him rich. As Rashi points out, you are fortunate in this world and all is well with you in the world to come. Notes point out a person who is satisfied with what God has given him does not look to receive gifts from anyone else. He is thus saved from the shame and embarrassment that come in this world from having to rely on the goodwill of others. Since he has no desire for more, he is not tempted to steal or to try to earn money in a dishonest fashion, ensuring him a share in the world to come, as Rashi Masravici point out. Alternatively, since he does not look to acquire luxuries, he will dedicate his time to serving God and studying Torah, this will earn him a greater share in the world to come, as Meiri points out. And finally, Benzoma asks us, who is an honored man? He who honors others. The notes point out the real effect of honoring others is to bring honor back on oneself. When you give honor to someone else, he is not changed by the honor. If he's a great person, his greatness is not increased because you honored him. If he's a lowly person, the honor you give him does not make him any worthier and is merely an embarrassment to you. The one thing that truly changes is that the person you honor will feel obligated to honor you in return, as Rabin Yona points out. As it is stated in Shmuel Aleph, for those who honor me, I will honor and those who disgrace me shall be disgraced. In this passage, God declares that he honors those who honor him. If God repays people with, who honor him with honor, even though they are all obligated to honor him and owe him honor, then how much more so will human beings who are not naturally owned honor, owed honor feel the need to repay with honor those who honor them, as Rabiniono and Ralph points out. And finally, Benzoma has given us definitions that are opposite of what people usually assume. A wise man is one who learns from others, not one who teaches others. A a strong man is one who conquers himself, not others. A rich man is one who is happy with what he has, not one who possesses much money.
and wants more. And an honored man is one who gives honors to others, not one who seeks honor from others, as the H. Yosef points out. Another mission talks about someone who wants honor. If he flees from honor, honor will flee from him. But someone who runs after honor, honor will run away from him. So make sure to honor other people and Hashem will take care of you. So these are different definitions. Ben Zom teaches us the smart man learns from everyone. The strong man conquers the passions within himself. The rich man is happy with what he has. And the really honored person is one who honors everyone else. So if we could really stay tuned to these kind of ideas and stay fast to these ideas, maybe the whole world would be better every single day if we could all follow at least some of these ways in many different days. Join us next time as we talk about running to do mitzvahs here on the TTPA, and I'm your host, Tani.